P. Mitchell Finley, 11 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Time for us to get to the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com today. Right now, you heard that song. You know that means it's time to talk to our guy, Mr. Barstool Nate from Barstool Sports. You can give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Barstool Nate. Nate Dog, what's going on, bud? How you been? Hey, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you guys so much. Thanks There's, for having me on. <laughs> nobody I'd rather have on than you, Nate, to celebrate Valentine's, Valentine's Day together. Day, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so you find out the real meaning of Valentine's Day. So I, I, I need everybody to keep me honest. Landfill, get in my ear, whatever needs to happen. I want to allow for five minutes to talk to Nate about the aliens. But we're going to start with football. Um, yeah, football. Greg Roman. Where do you stand on Greg Roman? Where do I stand on Greg Roman? We're just – he's fine. He's cool. Um, I mean, obviously, he's not who I would want to come be the offensive coordinator of our football team. He is a run-first guy, and this is obviously a passing league. I mean, I, 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 I get angrier by the day the more the – Ron Rivera, we have to be a run-first football team thing just gets replayed over and over and over and over again. And then hiring Greg Roman, who by all accounts is a fantastic guy and wonderful run game coordinator. It's just, I, it just seems like we're taking five steps backwards if he comes to Washington. It's, 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 I, I can't talk or think about it without getting angry so I'm just hoping his interview is more of a formality and that he's not actually, you know, the the, the guy. Do you think the that that two two to one was just a misspeak? You would think so because this is why I don't think you can be an NFL head coach in 2023 and honestly have that perspective on the game. I don't think you can stand on the sideline and coach season after season after season and look around the league at guys like Josh Allen and Mahomes and Joe Burrow and go, you know what we need to do? Run the ball more. This is a league that if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have an offense. It's just simple as that. And you cannot win games in the NFL. You cannot win a Super Bowl in the NFL in 2023 by being a run-first offense. You just absolutely 100% cannot so, yeah, I, I'm hoping, I'm praying that that was just kind of a misspeak, a, a miscommunication, just just a, a weird <laughs> um, Ron Rivera-ism. You know, he just mm. says a lot of words that don't really make a lot of sense, and he does that a lot. So I'm hoping it's just one of those. I don't know that you're correct. And I'm not saying Roman would be my guy, but... R- Romo's not your guy? I said Roman. Mm. I But, like... That Eagles offense was a run-first offense. Like, if you have dynamic playmakers, like, the Niners is a run-first offense. They were in the NFC title game. I I think it's easy to say passing league, passing league, passing league, but if you don't have an elite quarterback, I think you're better off trying to build something a different way. And, And that doesn't mean you shouldn't stop looking for an elite quarterback, but to say you can't win and be a run-first offense... 
all, run first offense, all that means I mean, is you try to you maintain have to have balance. Line to Super, become... I mean, JP, JP, Super Bowl this year, uh, pass first offense. Super Bowl last year, pass first offense. Super Bowl year before, Tom Brady. Super Bowl year the, before, the Rams Mahomes. Super Bowl year before, Tom offense. Brady. Like, th- these are all pass first offenses. Every team who wins a Super Bowl is a pass first offense. It, I, I, I don't care about Shanahan's scheme out in San Francisco. Look at his track record, how many Super Bowls. I'm just saying, but we, dude, we, of those teams, Mahomes has won two of them. Brady's won a million seven, of them. Fine. If you're trying to go ten and seven, run the ball forty-five times. Be my guest. But if, if, you're, trying if to, you're trying to have this dynamic pass versus offense, you have to find the quarterback for it. The, the yeah, coordinator is less what? important. We went an entire season with Sam Howell on the bench. He started one game at the end of the season. And all of a sudden, Ron Rivera thinks he's the next Joe Montana. It makes zero sense what they're doing in Washington. We can talk about this for the next 10 hours, about how much he has screwed up this, this putting together this team and the player personnel and all of that. But that's a different discussion. Do we have a quarterback right now? I have no idea. If Sam Howell was the guy, you would think that he would have started more than one game during the season I agree with that. before being but- named the starting quarterback of the next season. But we don't know what we have in in him, we have no idea, and it's kind of crazy that we're not talking about that more and the fact that we're not even talking about drafting another quarterback because when in history has a Sam Howell fifth-round pick become an elite you know, franchise quarterback once, Tom Brady, and that's one in a billion. You know, So I don't know what we're doing in Washington on the offensive side under center, and if we want to become a 500 team year after year, oh, wait, we already are then we will become a run-first team. If we want to win Super Bowls, we will become a pass-first team. I don't think it's any more complicated than that. I think ultimately if we're going to become just about anything, you're going to have to make sure the people we spoke of, Kansas City, offensive line was excellent this year. Philadelphia, offensive line was excellent. San Francisco, offensive line was excellent. I think you have to improve that. If I don't care what offense we run, they must invest in the offensive line as they did the D line. Are we wasting our time either way? One billion percent agree. It's when when you look every season and go, well, we don't have depth on the offensive line. You know, we we don't even know who's starting at left tackle or right tackle. And you say that for five straight seasons, you're doing something very, very, very wrong. We have to stop drafting. You know fringe linebackers who don't even know how to tackle uh, or cover a tight end, and we have to just improve the offensive line. It's so simple, and year after year, we just see them do it wrong in the draft. And (laughs) We say this so much. This team is close. This team just needs a quarterback, but we screw up so many other positions, and I I think a lot will change, obviously, when Snyder's gone. I do believe it just all starts with him at the top, obviously. But man, like we don't make it easy on this team at all with how they, who they bring in, who they resign, and then obviously the Trent Williams situation. We had the best in the game, and we got nothing for him. It's just, it's been a travesty. And I one billion percent agree, B. Mitch. Without an offensive line, you don't really have a team. Not a lot of teams can survive losing two All-Pro offensive yeah. linemen. There's yeah. only like, I mean, the Trent situation was one thing, but to bungle the sheriff thing. It's two in a row, um, and and then you're just trying to rebuild, and the rebuild went poorly, and now you got to rebuild again and hope it goes better. It, it's yeah, it's it's a fairly, it, it's hard to do for 
highly competent people, and you wonder how it is for for less competent people. We're talking with our friend Barstool Nate here on the BetQL guest line. You can give him a follow at Barstool Nate. Um, I wonder now where you are on Eric Bieniemy. If uh, if if that's to me, he's obviously the top candidate. When when people first started suggesting this, I was pretty dismissive because I never thought it would get to a situation where he would take the job here. I thought he'd get a head coaching job or he'd stay there or he'd get an OC job working with a young quarterback or something like that. More and more, it seems like this is a real possibility with him landing here. What do you make of it? (laughs) This might be a hot take, and I'm very curious your thoughts on it. And it might just be because I have morphed into the number one Ron Rivera hater in the world. I think he's better equipped to be the head coach in Washington this coming up season than Ron Rivera is. I, I'm ready to give him the keys to the franchise and say, go do what you can do. We, we don't know what he can do because he's never called plays in Kansas City. He seems to know how to scheme. It seems that he's been working under one of the best in the league, if not the best coach currently in the league, and Andy Reid. I, I think we should give him the bag, back up the truck for him, and then – you know, I think how many years does Ron have left? One or two? Say this is your team after you know Ron rides into the sunset. Obviously, it gets very tricky with the ownership situation, and if a new ownership team comes in and wants to clear house, that leaves him out on the street again. But I, I'm, I'm so out on Rivera that I would love to give Eb the bag and say, hey, you're you're now the head coach of this football team. So similarly to you ranting about Super Bowl teams. And passing offenses. Like, that's cool to feel that way, but it's just not realistic. Realistically, I think there's a chance for him to become the offensive coordinator. And maybe if new ownership shows up and they want to clean house, maybe you do consider him at that moment for a head coaching job. And I would go one step further, and we're going to play this Sean Payton audio a little later. Apparently, now who knows how real any of this is? Because it could be someone from a potential ownership group that never got serious about buying the team. But apparently mm-hmm. somebody talked to Sean Payton about taking over in Washington if they bought the team. I mean, maybe somebody out there is talking to lots of people. I, I, I just, I, I'm trying to maintain in the, in the paradigm of what's available right now, an offensive coordinator to come in and call plays for Ron with Sam Howell and the, the collection of talent they have and the the need to rebuild their offensive line, I think enemy would be a great pick. I don't know that he's going to come here. Let me ask you a question. We all have said he's going to leave Kansas City. Yes, his his uh, contract is expiring. Is it 100% closed that they may not bring him back? Because I also heard that KC has to approve the interview. Yeah, I, and I guess his contract would expire in question. March. Are they, are they 100% sure that they're going to let him go? <laughs> I was scared to ask that question because we all, our information comes from Twitter, and nobody's asked that question on Twitter. And I was just under the assumption he was out of Kansas City after this season, just based on everything I've read. But you're absolutely right. There, I, I haven't seen any confirmation that he's 100% leaving. I'm just under the assumption, based on everything I've seen, that he is. And if he is leaving, I, I hope that he comes here. I, I love the guy. I think he's at least earned the opportunity to show what he can do as a play caller. And I don't think it can get much worse in Washington. I think 
everything would be a step up compared to the play calling from last year, last season. Um, so I, I'm all aboard. I, I want him in Washington. All right, I, we got to switch gears here, Nate, because you are uh, quite the alien hunting expert. Is that fair to say? I feel like I feel like you are on top of this stuff. Um, yeah, I've been I've been following the alien beat for a while. Yeah. yeah, like you're you're an OG alien guy, not one of these new new newcomers. You're not a a bandwagon alien guy. <laughs> what the hell is going on, dude? Get us so, all up look, to speed. Look. If you don't think that there's aliens out there, you're you're a looney tune. Obviously, there's aliens out there, but them they're they're kind of showing their face. They're kind of tiptoeing into into Earth a little more recently, and the government they're like all but confirming that yeah, those are UFOs. Aliens are walking among us, and I think that's great. Like I I don't think we should be shooting them down. I think we need to become friends with these fellows because. You know, maybe they can take us to their land where we don't have to argue about Heineke or Howell on January 30th anymore. And that would just be a wonderful new universe to live in. So I'm I'm all about the aliens. If they want to come scoop me up and bring me back to their world, I'm all about it. We just got to stop shooting them down because they're aliens. Like, we don't know how many more we're going to get. So, so these aliens are invisible, right? Because they haven't found anything inside of these uh, things. But well, they're not going to tell us. They're definitely <laughs> men in black, right? Like the it's so far above our pay grade. Like it, I think we already have aliens here. Like that's what's crazy is like they're just letting us know now. But I think we've had aliens for you know hundreds, thousands of years. But it, there's so many back doors and yeah. It's it's about the presence pay grade. It, it's like New World Order Illuminati stuff, and they they're just giving us crumbs. But they're here, B. Mitch. Don't worry, they are here. How many how many of these things have we shot down now? And that doesn't count the Chinese quote unquote four. weather balloon, four right? Total. Are there any of these things flying elsewhere? Like is is France shooting stuff down? Is like like what's happening? We 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 don't above really, India. We haven't discussed any of that. We're only discussing what was here. The one thing had a something that was propelling it. The last three didn't. One was round. One was rectangular. I'm telling you, listen. Somebody released a damn a balloon, uh, a, a kite. How's a rectangle? And they shot down. How- it long- Are rec- these things pretty high? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have no idea. All I know is that when they come, I want to be on their side. Because they're going to wipe us out with the snap of the fingers. I just we want to operate with this assumption that the aliens are going to wipe us out. Like, what if they're just cool? Or what if they? I'm not taking any chances. Are they less probably, developed than we are. Oh, there's less developed than we are. We watch football for fun. Like, you can't get less developed than than like we haven't evolved since the gladiator days of thousands of years ago we're, we're so unevolved not true you, have you been to and pizza they can make you a personalized pizza <laughs> in like six minutes all right yeah, that's what, quick. they we, got that on mars bro bro we have the sun and we, you know what we we're do we're walking we around use, with computers in our pockets we use dinosaurs to fill up our cars like, we use old dinosaurs as gasoline. Like, that's what we do for power when we have the sun just, like, 
hovering over us. It makes no sense at all. The aliens laugh at us. They, I think the aliens look at us the way we look at ant farms. Like, look at these little dummies. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I often wonder. I, I have one reoccurring thought about aliens. When I am walking my dog and I am bending over to pick up his poop mm-hmm. and the aliens are watching, they're like, <laughs> They're like, all right, so the dog's in charge here. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. <laughs> like, d- the, the dog at the house gets fed. He lays around well, I need all day. to go there. They might use me as a pet. Dude. <laughs> like, if you if you are unfamiliar with human customs and you watch how a dog gets treated, he gets fed and petted and sleeps all day, and then somebody walks around and picks up their actual poop. Sounds like a great life. How would that look? Um, I didn't ask you the question that bothers you so much. What's that? Did you see the New York Post report over the weekend, I think? About? About the sale of the commanders. Oh, yeah, this whole bit you do when you pretend this that not not that's not me doing selling. a bit. This is a report from the New York Post. The, yeah, who do you think the source was? Shashi Shimney? Yeah, it's you. I know that you're <laughs> leaking it to the Post to try to get your narrative that Snyder's not selling. You no, Again, I'm going to say it every week. When JP says, call the number to chime in if you think Dan Snyder's selling, nobody call. Leave the lines unlocked. I want zero phone calls when JP opens the phone lines to that discussion. He's selling the team. He's out. I agree. He's selling the team. Why are you so nuts whenever a reasonable question gets thrown your way? You're screaming about Super Bowls. You're screaming about aliens. It's not a reasonable question because he's selling. There's no doubt that he's selling. It's not. We're not discussing if he's Nate, telling you us. and I are not reasonable people. Brian, however, is. Very. Is it a reasonable question? Yeah. Thank you. I rest my case. Now, Which part is reasonable? Ovi's not expected back this week. That's tough. Yeah, dude. I'm going to Raleigh for the game, and I hope he's there, but Ovi, you take as much time as you need, sir. Yeah. Hey, Shoot. Um, Landville might kill me. Real quick, what is Ted Lerner's legacy to you? Uh, yeah, rest in peace. Uh, thanks for bringing baseball back to Washington. It came at exactly the right time for me. Personally, I was like very out on baseball, not paying attention. And Nats came back, built a team, built a stadium, um, you know, and then just won a World Series, which is just so cool. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm just so glad that baseball is back in Washington. It really invigorated like my love for the sport. And uh, then to be able to watch just like a great team develop you know, just a homegrown team develop and win a World Series, just so awesome. And, you know, just very, very glad we have the Nats. Nate, thank you for all of your reasonable and unreasonable takes. Appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> I'm right about everything. It's incredible. I, you I don't know about all that, Nate. Thank you. That's our guy, Barstool Nate. You said Carson Nate. Wentz was going to be great. That's true. I wish I hadn't hung up on him. Uh, that's our guy, Barstool Nate. Give him a follow. When we come back, let's talk about Super Bowl jerseys and this Ovechkin thing continues to develop. Don't go anywhere. It's be Mitch and... Leville, do the defenders start this weekend? Yeah, this weekend. Home or away? It's here. I think they were offering us uh, tickets to go. All right. You're going to be gone now. Yeah, but Audi Field is fun, man. I'm down to go to a game. He's going down to the outdoor hockey game. You want to come with me? You driving? Yeah. I don't know if I want to ride with you, though. You I, got, I'm going to have to drive. You ride. Dang, I was about to say, B, come to the defenders game with me. Like, I may be going go, to no, go to I'm gonna go to one of the two for sure. <laughs> when you leaving, Jay? Um, Thursday. I'm not sure when. Oh no. Part of me wants to leave Thursday after the show, and if I leave from here and get on 95 South, 
I kind of get ahead of traffic yeah, with it. Won't work for me because I got a special day tomorrow, but we having a function this weekend, so I won't be able to make. They it. can't even do two weeks in the studio, landfill. Have an anniversary today. You're lucky I'm here. I mean tomorrow. You're lucky I'm even here this week. Yeah, you're lucky. Oh, hey, that's beautiful, B. At first of all, how many years? That's beautiful. Thirty-one. I can't. I've been here. I've been here longer than you, Jeff. So you can shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) You were. I was on the radio. You were not in studio. Huh? Also, okay. In my defense. No, JP. Let's go back to the. Where we going, man? All right. (laughs) Your defense. You have none. I want to play a game. It's a relatively simple game. We've played it before. Hopefully, everybody remembers the rules. I'm talking to you, Jeff. It's called should and will. What should happen with the commander's offensive coordinator position and what will happen with the commander's offensive coordinator position. I'm not sure how this one's going to go, but I just had a slice of Vache's pizza. I'm feeling optimistic right now. I worked out this morning, got the blood flow. Everything's good. So I'm going to be optimistic. And you go first. I'm going to tell you. What should happen? What should happen and what will happen are the same thing. So what should? The commanders should and will hire Eric Bieniemy as their next offensive coordinator. Mm. You sure about that? No, but right now that's what I'm thinking. I, I think it's real, dude. I, I think I think the Baltimore job getting gobbled up. Um if we can, boys, let's put together what OC jobs are still available. I think that should happen. Will it? I'm not 100% sure. Because I the question I threw out to you and Nate, who has automatically made it 100% that he's leaving Kansas City? The only thing when enemy was asked was about the Colts interview, which was for a head coaching job. Mm -hmm. He shut down the conversations about any sort of coordinator position, and I don't blame him. He he had a team to coach, a job to do. I think... Let me ask you a question. He shut down it, but if that's what he can get, and he has a chance to go back to KC at more money, and the chance to repeat... Would you take that over Washington? I think. I think. See, I've been fighting this urge to text Andy and say, yo, what's <laughs> happening with Eric? Because I respect the man so much and I understand he's celebrating. So I don't want to really get into that just yet. We had a text last night. If you night. had him on the phone, though. I would have to ask. He, you know, he, would, he would probably, Andy would dance around it. But I was talking to him yesterday, texting him back and forth, and everything in my power was like, Nah, not right now. So I just backed off of it. But so I have two. I feel it's on, coming. If I'm the enemy, if I'm the enemy, I do think at this stage the lack of head coaching opportunities is dependent on one of three things, mm-hmm. and there's only one of them he can do anything about. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be very real here, okay? I think the lack of head coaching opportunities for Brienne at this point are one, because he's black. Like, it's a real thing. It's an ugly reality. I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. You know what? 
You can't do anything to change that. Yeah. Two, because of he's got a checkered past. Most of this stuff was 25 years ago, but it's there. It's been longer than that. But some, some of it was 30 years ago. <laughs> but, again, he can't do anything about it. Yeah. it that That's there. Because there's other people with pasts that are checkered that's been more recent. I, 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 and they I, still get jobs. I'm just saying, like, what, what are the possible factors here? Mm-hmm. So, one, he's black. Can't change that. Mm-hmm. Two, checkered past. It was incredibly long ago and shouldn't be a factor. Mm-hmm. But he can't change that it's there. Mm-hmm. Three. Everybody assumes that the offensive success is a byproduct of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But I should question. That's the only thing he can but change. But let, let me break it down for you a little bit then, okay? I'm just, those are. How many How many years did Sean McVay call before he got a head coaching job? I think just the one. How many years did the people that were under Sean call before they got a head coaching job? None. So what they're saying is a total lie. That's their excuse as not to hire him because of what the first thing you said. It has nothing to do with him being a play caller. LaFleur had to leave L.A. to go to Tennessee before he got the Packers job. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. But, listen, John Harbaugh was a special teams coach who coached 99.8% of the people on the team. He had to become a linebacker coach to get a job. People, they have all these stipulations because they they want to hire who the hell they want to hire. I, I totally agree. I'm just saying, what, what can he change to – change the conversation around him. Maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe he shouldn't have to. He shouldn't have I'm to. Just, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, what can he do? That One thing he can do is to leave Mahomes and Reed and still have a ton but of that's success. The, that's the problem right there. You know, the, the minority always has to jump through damn hoops. Okay? We, we talk about we've gotten closer. When, 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 a, when a minority say things aren't closer, everybody gets pissed off. It's not closer. Because we have to jump through hoops. We don't have the same uh, uh, possibilities of, of messing up or do something. It always it goes with us. Everybody else, they forget about. It has to come to the point, judge a man based off what he's done. How many times Andy Reid got to tell you that this guy does a lot of the stuff that you think I do? Mahomes said it. I mean, it's, just, it, it's to the point where. I, I'm agreeing this, with you, dude. It, it, it's gotten to the point where, listen, I'm a calm dude for the most part. But there are days I want to get on the radio and just go do hell, go to hell off. But I'm not going to jeopardize my own job for it. But ultimately, it's BS how this whole world works. So here's the list of opportunities, right, where he would be the guy. Because however large his role is in Kansas City, and by all accounts it's plenty large, you still have Andy. Mm-hmm. Colts just hired Steichen. They don't have an OC yet, but Steichen's going to be calling plays. The Eagles have Sirianni. They haven't hired an, a new OC yet, but it sure sounds like they might promote the quarterback's coach. I think it's either Ben Johnson or Brian Johnson. But regardless, Sirianni's going to keep calling the plays. The Panthers not only have Frank Reich, they also just hired Jim Caldwell as a senior assistant role. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets that offensive coordinator title, they got Deuce down there. Whoever gets that title, they're not calling the place. But but why? The Bucks are a real opportunity. Why should I go? Have to go to? And this is how the league is set up: the worst team get the first quarterback, and then people say the quarterback's not good. Okay, he got to go to a team that has the least continuity and the 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 worst situation. That normally that you drop off. And then they use that not to ever hire you nowhere. You see what I'm saying? 
Totally. It, it's straight crap. So that's why, dude, if I was him, I might, if, if this, so of, of the opportunities that exist, and maybe he's going to get the Cardinals head coaching job. Maybe he will. And that would correctly shut up a lot of this. Mm-hmm. They hired Clint Kingsbury. Who got fired from Texas who, Tech. Who didn't have a winning record in college. Why the hell does Eric Bieniemy have to jump through hoops? Kingsbury came in, did not have a, a clue. Went and drafted a shorter quarterback. That only That's the only team that's going to draft the number one. And now he's been run out of town because he couldn't get anything done. And the quarterback don't much like him no more. And the quarterback's hurt. Yeah, so you're going to automatically now, this man has had success, has done stuff, and he has to jump through a hoop. But this dude rolled right on out of college, came to the pros with a – his office was a straight college offense at first. How about, I mean, you're going back in time, which is fair, to what, three years ago or four, yeah, three, four, four years ago? How about just right now, three days ago? If you watch that game and you're unaware, you're, you only watched it on, uh, have you ever seen how ESPN shows the replays of the dots? Like the, their their replay structure to show you how a play is developed is mm-hmm. the dots moving around. If you watch that entire game and all you watch was the dots version, who on earth would pick the guy running the Eagles defense over the guy running the Chiefs offense? <laughs> Nobody. Like so, sure, especially down the stretch. I mean, the second half, <laughs> and and that's not to say it's all the enemy, but he's a part of it. Yeah. So you're right, dude. I just. Of, of the jobs that are available right now, Cardinals is the trump card because they haven't hired no, uh, a head coach yet. Then you've got Bucks and Commanders. And, and maybe we'll have to check on what's happening in Tampa, but the person that gets that Tampa job, presumably would get to run their own offense because presumably. Todd's a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what Tampa's got. Yeah, you got a salary cap mess. They got they got some players. They just it's not I mean, a quarterback. They had a bad O line. Yeah, the offensive line was horrible. Then again, I I just wanted people. There was a lot of levels because Tom couldn't move anymore. Right, Tom was like feet stuck in cement. The Bucks right now are effectively fifty eight million dollars above the salary cap. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be expecting a, a great season in. Uh, in Tampa Bay. Here's what I'd like to do. We're going to try to zone in on what Tampa is doing with their OC search. And then we're going to rank the opportunities. Because to me, now that Baltimore's off the board, Washington looks pretty good. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitch and Finley. B. Mitch and Finley coming up about 10 minutes. Pete Haley will join us, and we're going to talk to Garnet Hathaway in about an hour. Gee, money. Fired up to talk to him. He's been hot of late, and now Caps are going to deal with uh, missing their captain for a little while. See how, how ready they are for that. Garnet got to beat some more people up. Yeah, Garnet just starts swinging, dude. Um, should and will. I think right now the commanders should and will hire Eric Bieniemy is their next offense coordinator. Brian thinks they should hire Bieniemy, but isn't willing to say they're going to. Is that accurate, B? Very much so. All right, let's go into the aquarium. Um, landfill and Jeff. Hopefully, White Mike will stop talking to you. Um, landfill. <laughs> what should the commanders do? What will the commanders do? 
I do think they should hire um, the enemy, but I think they're going to go with Zampezi. Oh. You know what? I, I just got a text from someone that said they should hire the enemy as a head coach and then move Ryan to a straight GM role because that's basically where he – that's what he does anyway. But I don't know if a lot of people are confident with that GM role. I hear, like, cool, good idea. Let's let's try to be realistic. <laughs> hey, you ask somebody what should and what will. The should is unrealistic sometimes. Totally. The should is definitely unrealistic, yeah. and that's fair. Jeffrey, what should happen, what will happen? Of course, we should hire the enemy. But what's going to happen, we watch it every year. They're going to hire someone that's not even on the list. <laughs> the name's not even there. No one's going to be able to tie the next offensive coordinator to Washington off the list. But they might be from, from Carolina, though. I was going to say, he's, <laughs> that was literally my name. He's probably either coming, either coming from Carolina or worked at Carolina with Ron in some shape, form, or fashion. Well, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be – that guy was Scott Turner, and he just fired him. My I know. Oh, no, I, I don't saying. think Norv's <laughs> answering that call now. Hey, his son getting paid for three years. Who, who the hell get fired and get paid for three years? You just got an extension in the offseason, and you, you got fired, and you going with your money. So he, he still took care of him. You think Norv would come now? Yeah. Know. He, you know, Norv got to come in for a certain price now. That's true. Yeah, it's true. I <laughs> here's what that would be funny. Here's what won't happen is <laughs> Norv returning. <laughs> um, who was Mike Shula? I think Mike Shula was the coordinator when Cam was there kicking butt. Uh, Mike worked me out. I told you that. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah. That's I love that story. Rob Chazinski had a brief run as the head coach at Cleveland. All he right. could be the guy. Um, so you don't have a name, Jeff. You just think it will be a name nobody's expecting. Nobody will expect it. I, I just don't think it's on that list. Like, even when we were in Always the, uncertain. When we were in the draft, nobody that I knew of even thought about Jahan Dotson. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody thought about Ron Rivera becoming the head coach. So I don't know. Yeah. When Ron well, got they, fired, they him. when Ron got fired in Carolina, there was a lot of talk. Like immediately, it's just kind of weird though when you when you have a bad team and you beat the coach and then you go hire him. That's kind of bad. Yeah, horrible look. It is an interesting, interesting look. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do should and will for the phone lines because I feel like it could be pretty entertaining what people think will happen. Obviously, we don't have time to do that now. Pete Haley is joining us next. Maybe we go phone lines at one o'clock. We'll talk. Sean Payton, we'll talk coordinators. Do not go anywhere. It's B. Mitch and Finley.